right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Right before we started, God must God always like lines it up for me with people that I need to talk to in the season that I really need to talk to them. And then I hope I can have these heartfelt conversations and everyone listening can benefit because I think so many of us go through the same things. And that is why you are coming at us with an overload from your book. I got that of amazing <laughs> tips, tips, 451 to be exact, of incredible, heroic. You get into history, you talk about philosophers, you have all you pull from all sorts of like real wisdom, and you have made the ultimate book for life called Arate. Talk to me about that. And I cannot wait to talk to you about the book. Caroline, thank you. Bless you. I'm thrilled to be here. And uh, yeah, Arate is the distillation of uh, the last 25 years of work for me. I've spent half of the last 25 years as a founder and CEO and built and sold a couple of social platforms before Facebook. And the other time as a philosopher, a lover of wisdom, just trying to understand what ancient wisdom, modern science have to say about how to live an optimal life in the 21st century. So the book is 451 ideas to help us move from theory to practice to mastery, not someday, but today. And uh, just thrilled to connect and to uh, chat about some fun ideas from the book. And I love the fact you're going to overload on us from the beginning. Let's go. Okay. And you said this, this is a lofty goal. And I am here for it. And if anyone can do it, it's you, Brian. I can already tell by your energy and by this book, you are the one with the stamina and the bandwidth and the mental fortitude and wisdom to do this. So I believe in this. But you say this. You say, where is the quote? You have you have a dream. You are first 50% philosopher, 50% CEO, which you said. And you are 101%. See, you give us that extra. 101% committed to helping create a world in which 51%, so you're just tipping it over, you're tip, the tipping point, 51% of humanity is flourishing by the year 2051. Okay, first off, that's awesome. I'm here for this, but that's also so lofty. And how are we going to get 51% of the population to be flourishing? And what does flourishing mean exactly? And does that play into Arate, which I printed out, your, uh, you know, like your pillars of faith for Arate? Yeah. So can you kind of help me out with all that? That is such a cool frame for everything. So we could talk about that for a weekend, Caroline. Um, so I got that 51% of humanity flourishing by 2051, which to recognize the the, the fact here, that's insane. It's on one side. I think of you're insane though. And I like it. I think you're, you're I, the I, one who's like a good insane. And I think you're going to take us over the edge. So that's great. Here, here's to the crazy ones, baby. But we could remove the qualifier. I am certainly crazy. But I got the, I got the, uh, 
that mission from Martin Seligman, who founded the positive psychology movement in the year 2000. So when he founded that movement, moving from kind of, quote, negative psychology, where they were just focused on mostly how to move someone from negative 10 to negative five to zero. But he, in the year 2000, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what are human beings capable of? How do we move them from negative 10 to five to zero to five to 10 to what are we capable of? And he said that he wanted his research team to help create a world, moonshot goal, in which their science uh, helps create a world in which 51% of humanity is flourishing by 2051. The first time I heard that forever ago, I thought it was crazy. I still think it's crazy. And I tattooed my body with the goal. So, you know, I got heroic here. And then above it, I have 51, 20, 51. And my joke is, uh, you know, a lot of people, science says if you write down your goals, you increase the likelihood of hitting them by 42%. So my joke is most people write down their goals on a post-it note, and put it up on their bathroom mirror. I put mine somewhere where I can't miss it. And I'm hoping that that increases the likelihood of doing it. Now, we're not going to do it alone, obviously. But our mission is, can we help you? Can we help others of influence and who are committed to living their best lives make a difference in their families, in their schools, in their communities, in their companies? Um, and the answer to that, of course, is yes. It's what you do all day, every day. And if more of us step up and show up as our best selves, um, there's no question we can change the world. And then that's the mission to which um, I've committed my life. And uh, that's now a long answer to your 51, 20, 51, where I got it from and all the craziness that goes with it. Why are you devoting your life to the betterment of humanity? Most people can't even get outside of their own little ecosystem in their brain. Most people have so much trauma, drama, life debris that they've gathered, inherited, all of it. You know all that. Uh, so many people can't get past that. How have you gotten past that? And why are you now not focused on yourself? because I feel like everyone is to focus on self and like to get to the place where you're not focused on self and you're so far, like, obviously you're focused on yourself, but it's the bigger whole of humanity. How did you get to that enlightenment? And why is that so important to you that you tattooed on your body that you actually need the whole world to flourish, not just you? How did you get to that place? And why are you there? Again, Caroline, give me, give me an easy question here. My goodness. Uh, there's a lot of ways I can answer that question, but the one that arises for me is one of the last chapters in the book. So I went to Catholic school for 12 years, you know, and just my mom was just a devout um, uh, woman. And I remember the youngest of five kids. Um, I'm like the youngest years, of five kids. Youngest of five, right? And I remember I'm like 10, 11, 12 years old. And I did something. I never did anything wrong, right? I was that guy that was just the golden kid or whatever. I did something you that were. upset you know, and my mom, you did. Was, okay. So you never did anything wrong. And then you did something to upset your mom. Well, another chat, Caroline, but you know, my father was an alcoholic. His dad was an alcoholic who struggled with alcohol, ended his own life. And, you know, I like to say, I kind of, your lost. father did my father's father ended his own life, struggled with alcohol. My dad did his best struggle with alcohol, worked really hard. So, you know, that whole dynamic, I was kind of the youngest of five and the one that was supposed to be doing everything the way that it's supposed to be done. So I did something that my mom wasn't wasn't pleased with. And I remember her grabbing me, which she never did. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. And this is this is uh, shoot almost 40 years ago. Right. She grabs me by the shoulders and she looks me straight in the eye and she shakes me a little bit and says, God gave you gifts and you must give them to the world. And it, it literally that's and again, there's a lot of other things that have influenced me, obviously. But but that like the the power of that moment for me. Um, and in the book, I talk about that story and I say, you know what, to the extent you're open to us having developed a relationship in the preceding 400 and, you know, whatever it was, 45 ideas, may I reach through or someone that you admire reach through and say, God gave you gifts. However, you frame up your relationship to something bigger than yourself. And we need you to give them to the world. And for whatever reason, um, and I get emotional even thinking about it, it's important to me, you know, and this is the idea of being a hero. And our company is Heroic Public Benefit Corporation. But I redefine what the word hero means. It's an ancient Greek word. And in ancient Greece, hero didn't mean tough guy or killer of bad guys or huge podcast successful person or Super Bowl champion, obviously. It meant protector. The word they picked for hero was protector. And a hero has strength for two. And a hero is willing to do the hard work to have the strength for two. And a hero's secret weapon, according two to the people. ancient Greek 
Yeah, yeah for you and your daughter, cheap. you and your husband, you and your community. And, and the hero's secret weapon in the ancient world was love. And so my whole thing is... Man, we're we facing... sure, we've missed that, the boat these days. Well, yeah, now it's, it's you know, Instagram followers and, and championship rings, and this is what qualifies as a hero. Now, a lot of those people are admirable off the field or, or whatever. For, uh, Coach Prime, oh my God, are you obsessed? I'm obsessed. I feel like he's bringing some goodness back into the game. Okay, just side note, go ahead. This uh, There's a fun shot there. I mean, yeah. So so my whole thing is, look, we're facing historically significant challenges and uh, we need to step up, each of us. And mm. you know, you're the hero we've been waiting for is kind of our mantra. Go look in the mirror. You are the hero we've been waiting for. Quit looking outside of yourself for someone to solve all of our problems. You're the one we need. Step up, play your role well. Um, and do your best, you know, to show up for yourself, for your family, your community, et cetera. And for whatever constellation of reasons, um, I have a fierce ambition that I'm now unapologetically committed to embodying and expressing um, and have, you know, feel blessed to have the support of a community that's excited to do some great work together. Um, but again, long answer to your great question. Okay. So I've got a couple things I want to ask you and I don't know, you can just time together however you want. So was your childhood, was your early upbringing difficult? Was it hard? Were you emotional? Was it emotional? What were you, what was your emotional state like as a child and with your mom and within your family dynamic? Did you, from that moment that your mom said you have gifts inside of you, did you from that moment on get laser focused and like, were you allowed to, did you feel like you were a kid? Did you have a moment where you like partied and were reckless or were you just like on this mission? Have you been on this mission? Um, since then, because of what you've experienced, like, I guess we can start there. Yeah. I mean, the emotional state of me as a little boy, you know, and as a young man was, was, uh, scared, you know, uh, the, the first grade picture of, of me is just the cutest thing ever, but I've soaked through, you know, just sucking my little shirt, you know, I was scared of everything. And, um, because so think, of your, because of your, you didn't feel safe at home with like your dad's. Dream. I don't know. You know, I it wasn't like a conscious. There were punctuated moments, of course, in any family, you know, and 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 especially one with the dynamics that I had in my family. Um, but it, my my childhood was fine. It wasn't, um, you know, um, overly abusive per se. But I just really didn't have a relationship with my father, and there was just obviously underlying tension. Blue collar family. My dad worked in a grocery store for thirty nine years. Money was tight. So there was a lot of, you know, that 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 everyday American blue collar stresses that one has exacerbated by alcohol and things like that. But but, you know, it was a, it was a good my mom was amazing. My dad did his best. Um, but I, my emotional state was one of fear is how I would summarize it, um, which is great because now I know what it feels like to feel that. I know what it feels like to want to contemplate ending my own life. I've been there. You know, I've suffered and I I. It's something that's been a really powerful part of my work um, to be able to say, I know exactly what that feels like, or at least in my way. And I also know what it feels like to feel what I feel now. And of course, there's highs and lows to any any um, human experience. And I would certainly never call myself anywhere near enlightened in that way. Um, but I, I can look there. I can look here. And I can also breadcrumb what I've done to create the scaffolding so I have just a sustainable base where I'm not worried about those ups um, and that's what I'm most proud of, frankly, is being able to share that with our community and being told that we've been blessed to help people who who didn't know if they wanted to get up another day, you know, to find meaning, to find purpose, to be able to get stability in their lives through the fundamentals that I preach, the eating, the moving, the sleeping, the cognitive restructuring, um, and finding purpose and meaning. Um, so that that upbringing and all my experiences as a young man deeply shaped me. Um and uh, again, wonderful question. You got to the point where you contemplated ending your own life. A lot of people get there. I mean, this, especially like in this day and age, I feel like suicide or, suicide rates are higher than ever. Kids are starting to play around with that idea. I feel like there's so much and such a bigger, so many more children at such an earlier rate. Like it's a really, it's a really real issue. What, when you got to that place, what pulled you out of it and, and what, what was the moment? Like the moment, you know, there's this transformative moment where you go one of two ways. You either go all the way down into the darkness and end it. And there's many reasons and it's totally justifiable why people do that, even though 
there is this better way, but it takes so much energy and it is such a rebuild of who you are and you have to rewire everything. And it's this moment. What was that moment like? And how did you get out, go from the absolute darkness to where you are now? Like, what was that transformative? Are we getting real, Caroline? Is, is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. You know um, what this podcast is called? No, that's what I'm saying. Let's go. Get real. I got, I got it. We can waste any time. What are, what are we? 15 Inter- minutes in. Good. Nice to meet you, Caroline. Enter at your own risk. I don't have time. Yeah. Listen, you said you don't have time to BS either in your book. You got right to it. So I mean, let's go. No, no, no. No, I'm I, trying I to get the part. real questions. I love it. No, and this is this is so important. And I, I literally just got off the phone with a friend of mine who does some stuff at a um, an educational place where three kids ended their own lives in one one school. I mean, it's horrifying. It's heartbreaking. Um, you know, and I, I had my challenges early 20s. So I graduated from UCLA. I did well and all those things, but I knew I didn't want to start my career where I was. I threw up on the side of the 405 freeway on my way home from work two days in. I'm like, oh, your body cool, I'm was little. rejecting it so much. It was so bad. Literally, I pulled a burp. No, I don't want to do that. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I go to law school. You know, I get a stamp saying I'm a smart guy. I go to law school. I throw up. Literally, I move into my apartment. I drop out before a semester is over and I'm spinning. I have none of these skills. None so when of them. you throw up, that's that's you saying your body is literally rejecting it. And I felt that before where I've tried to push through so hard that like my body takes me to my knees and I enter a panic attack or full body shake. So like if anyone else has felt that when your body is literally making you throw up or break down, your body is speaking to you, right? Hey, pro pro tip, pay attention to that. (laughs) It's a a message. (laughs) That's a sign that you might not be on the ideal path. And it's funny, I, I happen to be, and I'll come back to my own story. I happen to be in a documentary called Finding Joe, featuring Joseph Campbell and the story of the modern hero's journey, along with Deepak Chopra. Well, let's not forget Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra, he's like, the, he to me is who I follow. I'm like, everything he says, I'm like. <gasps> so he's beautiful in the movie. He's absolutely beautiful in the movie. And one of the reasons I have my heroes behind me he, is he says, and we'll come back to my own story, but he says, think of your three favorite heroes. Bring them to mind and reflect on them and connect to them often. What you will find is you will start embodying qualities, goosebumps of your heroes. He says that in the movie. So um, Joseph Campbell says that that when you follow your bliss, and everyone's heard this, follow your bliss, you know, then, then he says that's a jumping off point to enlightenment. And very briefly, and I actually, I'm the guy talking about it in the movie. In, in ancient Sanskrit, there were three were three jumping off points to enlightenment. Sat, chit, and ananda. Sat and chit mean beingness and consciousness. Ananda means bliss. Joseph Campbell said, look, if I'm honest, I have no idea what proper beingness is or consciousness, right? But my bliss, when I feel alive, that I can feel, and I have goosebumps again. I'm going to follow that. And in the ancient scriptures of India, that was a jumping off point to enlightenment. Now, I share that because the opposite of that is you having a physical response or me literally throwing up on the side of the freeway. That's the opposite of bliss. You want to pay attention to that. And he says, when you lose your bliss, slow down and find it again. Ooh. Find that makes you feel alive. You know, like, don't and, get lost in the rush of your life and the rush of trying to keep up with your life or whatever you think you're supposed to be doing or whatever programming you have in your brain. Like, Pay attention to how you actually feel. Do you feel yeah. like you're throwing up, rejecting what's happening to you, or are you in bliss? That's a huge, it feel, people like feel like they have to disregard that and just put their head down and, you know, plow through. But really, your body speaks to you all the time. All the time. And then again, if we go into the suicide rates and self-harm, particularly among the young women and girls in our, in our society now, um, the social dilemma, you know, the unintended catastrophic consequences of social platforms like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, et cetera. So we're, we're disconnected from our joy and our best selves. And then we're constantly inundating ourselves with comparison to people that are Photoshopping their identity, editing who they are, and we're always coming up short. And then we feel alienated. Then we just want to numb ourselves and it becomes this vicious cycle. And this is the first objective in the book is you've got to know the ultimate game. You got to wake up and you got to know that society seduced you to play the wrong game. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's the game we're playing? What's the game we got seduced into and what's the game we're trying to play? Well, the game we've gotten seduced into playing is that you've got to be better than your neighbor. You've got to have more Instagram followers. You got to be, you got to be hot, you got to be famous, and you need to be wealthy. So I'm going to measure your self-worth based on your number of Instagram followers, the square footage in your house, and the letters after your name, or whatever other measures you have, extrinsic stuff. But the science is unequivocal. People who pursue that, even if they're successfully pursuing it, are less, and I quote, psychologically stable than people who focus on intrinsic stuff. But our society tells us that's important. The intrinsic stuff is you becoming a better person, deepening your personal relationships, and making a contribution to your community. Not being on a on a whatever bestseller list per se, but being a good human being to your kids and to your spouse. Those are the things that make you happier. Um, and ancient wisdom says the same thing. So I've got Aristotle on my wall back there. And in the book, I playfully say, look, ancient wisdom, modern science, what do they have to say about the ultimate purpose of life? Mm. Aristotle, no last name necessary. And Martin Seligman, founder of the positive psychology movement as proxies for ancient wisdom and modern science. So I playfully say, hey, guys, what's the meaning of life? Aristotle answers in a single word. He says the summum bonum is eudaimonia. Eudaimonia is the Greek word that literally means good soul, eudaimon. Now we translate it very weakly into English as happiness, but it means something deeper. So then we go to, to Martin Seligman and say, hey, what do you think? And I say, he winks and smiles at Aristotle and says, well, let me show you my, my most recent book. His most recent book is called Flourish, which is the proper translation of the word for that Aristotle used eudaimonia. So the ultimate purpose of life is to flourish, is to express the best version of yourself in service to something bigger than yourself. Ancient wisdom, modern science agree. When you get that, then you unplug from all the nonsense that's stressing you out, including the 24-7 news cycles, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Um, The follow-up question to Aristotle and Seligman is, okay, that sounds nice and warm and fuzzy eudaimonia, good soul, flourishing. How? How How? do I do it, guys? This is the one answer to that question. So the one word answer to the question, Aristotle says, live with arete. And we translate arete as virtue or excellence, but it has a deeper meaning. And the way I describe it in the book to my 10-year-old son is, look, and to everyone, is, look, if you're capable of being this in any given moment, and you're actually being this, and there's a gap between who you could have been and who you are actually being. Mm. In that gap, in the moment, in that gap is where regret, anxiety, disillusionment, depression exists. If you close the gap and you live with Arte and you express the best version of yourself, moment to moment to moment, you put your phone down and you connect to your kid instead of looking at Instagram one more time. You do the little things well. 
In that moment, you live with Arte, you experience eudaimonia right then. You don't need to wait. And I say, and I tattooed my other forearm with Arate. So I've got Arate and I've got heroic. The moment you live with Arate and you express the best version of yourself, you are heroic. You don't need to wait. You don't need to impress anybody. You feel great. And again, this is the whole book, 451 ideas to help you do that more and more consistently, never perfectly. Um, and you get me fired up. Let's go. Let's get real. We can Man. go back to the, uh, the dark <laughs> spots, but that's, that's, that's it. So I have a couple questions. First off, it's like, oh, I just yesterday failed so hard at living with Arate. And like, I have been trying so, I mean, I'm going to cry. I cry all the time. I cry at least like three times a day, but I'm like, I have been trying so hard to like clean up my life and get an alignment and get rid of all my debris. I've done so much therapy, so much work, life coach, self-help. Like I literally started this podcast years ago to talk to experts, to gain wisdom. Like I'm constantly trying to improve and learn and I do the hard work. I'm not scared of it, but I'm just like, man, then when you like, fail, you know, and you like do something that causes you shame. I haven't had one of those moments in so long. And like, I let someone go who's on been on helping me and I just didn't do it correctly at all. Like I came at it without the, my heart didn't come at it. It wasn't, it was just, I failed and it's out there and I already did it. And I like, I said the wrong words in the wrong way. And I just, cause I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't handle it correctly. And I since apologized and stuff, but I'm like, ah, like, oh, I feel shame. Oh, why did I make such a big, why did I do something so wrong? How did I get it so wrong? And I ended up hurting someone when I could have done it a different way. If I would have had closed my gap and had the RTA, but like, I didn't even know how to close the gap in that moment. I thought I was doing mm. the best thing. And then in retrospect, it was totally the wrong thing. But I'm like, those moments take me to my knees. And I'm like, because you're, you're trying so hard to do all this good work. And then you do something so bad in retrospect, but not intentionally. And it's like, I've just been in a shame cycle for like two days. So I'm like, Ugh. oh, bless you. And we've all been there. And I'm like, I don't need to wait two days. I can go back yesterday. I'm like, really? Did I really just say that to my six-year-old when she was yelling? Like, is that helping the cause? No, I'm pretty sure it's not. Right. So to objective- live in Arate all the time. I mean, that's another no, thing. But this- there's this so much, the you have to be so good and up you all can't. the time. But here, here's the deal. And this, so objective one is you got to know the ultimate game, right? And I, I talk through, well, okay, let's frame it up intellectually and practically, right? But objective two is you got to, it's called forge anti-fragile confidence. And the first chapter in that section is rule number one. Rule number one of the ultimate game is it's supposed to be hard. So we're seduced by society to play the wrong game. Then we're taught it's supposed to be easy. And if you fail the way that you just did yesterday, that I do every day, multiple times a day, you cry three times a day, I do too, often. And I, I, I screw up countless times. There's a joke in my family that uh, Abraham Maslow says, there are no perfect human beings. So I emphasize this throughout my work. He but says, you'll I'm find like, great people. I'm like, I don't deserve to be a leader because I can't even lead correctly. And I hurt this person. And yeah. what if they go home and they it messes their mind for the rest of their life? And I'm that mark on there on their life's journey log that Caroline Hobby, that girl at that moment, she's the moment that I had that change. And what if they go bad and don't come out of it? What if I was that, you know? Well, and you may have been, and then we can talk more about, it's called damage repair, which is one of the chapters in the book, a dear friend of mine, who's one of my favorite teachers, Dan Siegel, a leading neuroscientist, Harvard MD psychiatrist, um, parenting expert, gave me the permission to be imperfect. When he told us, told a story about him parenting his kids, and he would flip the lid, his prefrontal cortex would go offline, limbic system would just yell at his kids, and it was crazy, right? Well, good, because I do that too. And now I've got permission. Common humanity is how Kristen Neff, the leading researcher on the science of self-compassion and the toxicity of shame, she tells us you got to know three things. Number one, you're not alone. So when I was a little kid and I was scared of everything, I thought it was just me. I thought that everybody was okay but me. Everybody was confident but me. I'm the nerdy little straight A kid that nobody wants to hang out with. Oh, shoot. Okay, cool. Something's wrong with me. I'm scared of everything. And then I learned, no, no, no. The greatest performers in history feel the same things I feel before I do something. But they know how to work with that energy. They don't try to get rid of it. They work with it. She calls that confidence. Understanding 
the energy, not so, running from so it. So yesterday, you're telling yourself, if I may uh, be so bold, that something's inherently wrong with you. Nothing's inherently wrong with you. It's not you. It's not, you're not experiencing what you're experiencing because you're you. You're experiencing it because you're human. And the more you try to lead, the more you will experience those things. I'm just mad at myself for how I handled it because I know better. I know better. I got you. So then what I would do is, so I would go back to Dan Siegel. And what I do with my kids is something he calls damage repair. And then you want to get really good at allowing yourself to make mistakes. And then you want to learn from it. You want to look back and say, what could I have done differently? Because anytime we fall short, which we will all the time, don't waste that data. Go back through it and look at it and say, all right, it was right here that I became, for me, I can be a jerk. So right there, I was too intense and I could have done this. I could have taken a breath and I could have said this instead of that. Goosebumps. But now I'm not repeating the horrible moment. I'm going back to the moment and seeing how I can do it better next time. Then I go to the individual and I say, I'm sorry. And I repair it. And I let them know that I'm the one who screwed up there. And I'm so sorry. And I hope this doesn't scar you because it may scar me. And we use the opportunity to deepen our relationship. And my my beloved coach is Phil Stotts, who's in a documentary called Stotts with Jonah Hill. Um, I've worked with him 400 times. We've done 400 one-on-one sessions over the last almost eight years. He says those glitches, those things you don't want to happen, are the absolute best things because they give you an opportunity to grow. So you got to take what he calls the turds of life Mm. and use them for fuel. Um, And then it's just practice. It's how you get good at anything. You got to go back through it and get another rep in. Um, But I mean, it's exciting for me to imagine you having that conversation now. And when I come to, to fill with things like this, he gets excited. He's like, awesome. Finally, we got something to work with. What are we going to do? And then you use the thing that makes you want to go into bed and pull the covers over your head. Or if you're in a really bad spot, do some of the things we were talking about before and self-harm and, and really negative thoughts. And instead, we can embrace the fact that it's supposed to be hard. And then now we got an opportunity to practice our philosophy and get a little bit stronger. Um, we can talk about some other ways that I do that practically, but I love it. Um, yeah, but all the people we admire, they've failed more than anybody. They've tried harder. They've failed more than most people have tried. And when we you embrace that. You know what sucks? Okay, when we embrace it, what? That'll be, you're about to do a key nugget. We, we have the freedom to grow. And then you can quit wasting time. And again, uh, frankly, a little bit of shame is appropriate because we don't want to continue the patterns. But then to go back to Kristen Neff or Brene Brown or fill in the blank on the brilliant teacher in this domain, common humanity, it's not just you. And then treat yourself like you would a beloved friend or your kid in your enlightened moments. Mm -hmm. And then be mindful of when you're spinning out into shame. Those are the three steps for self-compassion. Know you're not alone. Everyone experiences it. Two, be nice to yourself. Notice the self-talk, shape it. And three, notice when you're spinning out and see if you can go from a week to a few days, to a day, to a few hours, to X minutes, and then take action. Then say, and you know this from the book, targeted thinking. So what do you want? So you want to be a noble leader. You want to repair your relationship with your dear friend. This person helped you. They wouldn't have been on your team unless it was a fit at one point. So we want to repair that relationship. You want them to feel stronger than they've ever felt. You want to you know, own your shortcomings there, and you want to become a better leader. Perfect. Let's get clear on that. And then we take all the energy we were wasting in shaming ourselves, we get clear on that target, and then we ask ourselves, what do you need to do? So what's the next thing you need to do? It's probably call them. You know? Does your intuition tell you, is that how you know the next thing? You just kind of feel it? Well, we go back to, absolutely. I mean, this is, um, Mel Robbins comes to mind. So Mel Robbins, you know, I love her five-second rule. Uh, you don't always know, but we, we pretty much do if you slow down long enough. And she says, look, when you know what the right thing to do is, you got to take action. And Mm. she has a count. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Mm. And she playfully says, wait, 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 wait. Give me a minute while I overthink it. You know, and then you overthink it. And then you're like, oh, whatever. A day went by, two days went by, three days went by. And then you can't figure out why you feel bad. And the reason is you didn't do what you knew you could do. You could have closed the gap. You could have lived with Arte. Oh. Yeah. So, okay, so this is a good thing. You can live with Arte even when you did your shortcoming. You can have Arte to 
make it right. Like you oh, can, yes. right? Like you can. Like, if, this is it. That's <laughs> so, so you're happy. never totally yeah. screwed. Like even at your worst moment of opposite RTA, you can do what you know you need to do to get back up and close the gap. It, and then the the irony here is that those are actually the moments that give you the best opportunity to grow the most when you approach them right. And that's a really powerful point. And what you just said, I, I've tried to explain over the years, and I haven't done it as well as you just said, which is those <laughs> moments when we fall short, the next moment is the opportunity to close the gap because there's always an opportunity to close the gap. And then literally, the more um, you let yourself down, the greater the opportunity to rebound. And this is what we call anti-fragile confidence, anti-fragile. where you're not fragile, you're not resilient, you're anti-fragile. The more you get kicked around, the stronger you get. Um, And there's a lot we can talk about on that. But then you develop confidence. The word confidence means intense trust. Confidere. Intense trust. In what? In things going perfectly? No, of course not. Intense trust in yourself to handle whatever life gives you. But then I say in the book and in my work, how do you build trust in a relationship? So if you want to build trust in a relationship, what do you need to do? What's What's your gut? Well, you need to have a little consistency. You just summed it up. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. You, you, the way I frame it up is you need to do what you say you will do. Yeah. So if I didn't show up today for our chat, would you trust me? No. Should I you trust me? I would put you me? in a no. category of, I still might trust your advice, but I would think you're just, it's all. I'm afraid to do. Yeah. Or, yeah. You're just got too much going on, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And that's polite. You wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust you if I, may I give you one shot and then we do it again. Oh, something came up. Right. But, but if you want to trust yourself, if you want to have confidence in the deepest sense, you need to do what you say you will do. So if you say you're going to meditate, if you say you're going to eat a certain way, if you say you're going to hang out with your kids without a phone and you don't do those things, even though you know you want to do them and you said you would do them, you shouldn't trust yourself. You shouldn't have confidence. But stated positively, if you do do those things more and more consistently, especially when you don't feel like it, you completely change your life. And that's what I'm most proud of in the book. We call it forging anti-fragile confidence. And the way Phil Stutz framed it for me was, he calls it emotional stamina. He says, the worse you feel, the more committed you need to be to your protocol. The worse you feel, the more committed you are. Now that begs the question, what's your protocol? I was about to ask you, you, what is the protocol? Okay, the protocol is, and I define this as well in my work, the protocol is what you do when you're at your best. So you have had moments in which you are at your best energy, work, and love-wise, which we call the big three. So we help you get clarity on, well, what were you doing? Because you were doing certain things and you weren't doing other things. All of us have those moments of us at our best. So we want to get clarity on a protocol, and I compare it to a pilot flying a plane. So you would never get on a plane with a pilot who didn't have a checklist. Surgeons who have a checklist kill 40% less people than those who don't. So my question for you is, do you have a checklist of the important things? Not the, you know, whatever um, things, but who you are at your best. How are you going to spend time with your kids? How are you going to move your body? What you do at your best, your protocol. Do you know what that is? Most of us haven't spent the time. And it's not because we don't have the time. It's because we're wasting the time doing nonsense stuff that stresses us out as we talked about. But anyway, you get clarity on your protocol. And then here's the trick. When you get knocked down by life, when you experience what you experienced yesterday and I experienced what I experienced yesterday, what do you do? Do you open a bottle of something? Do you numb yourself in binge watching? Or do you say, oh, wait, 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 I feel horrible right now. That means that I really better take care of my eating, my moving, my sleeping, my breathing, my focusing. I'm going to dominate my fundamentals like I never have. Oh, instead then of making it worse. Okay. You don't, make it better. And don't then add to the problem. Because when you feel bad, you're like, oh, I just want to like literally exactly do all that. Eat Reese's pieces. But then, then you do that. Then you do that. And then again, that's where the self-loathing comes in. That's where the erosion of self-trust comes in. And then you and start so- beating yourself up. You get in that cycle, that shame cycle, where you just loop it, loop it, loop it. Yeah, it, it's a vicious cycle. And we can turn that into a virtuous cycle. So this it is- compounds yeah. the energy. And this is what people always talk about with momentum, momentum and what you think about becomes your reality. So if you get in that bad spot and then you compound the energy by just doing more things to make you feel bad, it's going to be so much harder to get out. So you're saying. 
you're in the bad spot. Now do all the things that make you feel the best so you can start getting out of it faster. It's life-changing. I mean, literally- well, That's a is- mental switch though. That's a mindset rewiring. It, it, yeah. And and again, it's it's easier to say than to do. I'm not going to pretend that that's an easy thing to, to do. But um, but even 1%, 2%, 3%, 4% better is life-changing. Totally life-changing. And um, again, I get goosebumps. I say that too. Like that's anti-fragile confidence. Um, and uh, that's what I've learned. So to go back to to the the, hey, you at your darkest points, I didn't know any of this stuff. And so what I teach people, everyone, I mean, we have blessed to serve people at the very highest levels and we take them to the next, 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 next level. Because you and I, we still have room to work. Everybody has room to work. And then those who are having a tough time getting out of bed, um, same, same exact principles apply. And we can systematically build the structures such that, um, we create that meaning, we create the purpose, we create the self-trust and, um, it's a beautiful thing, you know, to see and to, to be blessed to be part of these kinds of conversations. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Now, I'm loving our chat, by the way. I really appreciate you getting real fast and, uh, and Thank you. Um, covering well, some really powerful It's because I have these questions inside of me. These, If I didn't have this podcast, I don't know what I would do with my mind. I think I would be certifiably crazy because I have so many hard questions that I like struggle with and baffle with all the time. And that's why like, I love what you are doing is it's like if you want to get in shape you follow a protocol of an exercise plan. You've got to have consistency with it. If you want to eat healthy, you've got to follow a protocol if you want. But the thing is with the mind that I think we're kind of getting into a new spot with, which I like, I feel like the mental health world has just sort of like opened up and become mainstream not that long ago. And then there's like this influx of self-help books and all, it's like fad diets. Everybody has a new self-help technique. There's all this stuff. Like it's like literally like everyone's writing a book. Everyone's telling you, this is how you do it. It's all kind of different, but all kind of the same. This is so great because this is just like absolute protocol, like in steps, like someone doesn't even have to necessarily, it's like the one day at a time thing. It's like someone doesn't even necessarily have to believe fully in themselves. If they just read this book and start applying these things to their life, the work will happen for them. I've learned that with like yoga. Like whenever I, I love yoga and it's like when I, I took a, break off for like two years. And I was like, Oh my God, I know it's going to be like a month and a half of pure misery. I'm just gonna have to show up. 
do the moves. And then eventually it's going to click over and it's going to be something I love and feel and appreciate and all, all the higher wonderful things come from it. But in the beginning, you just got to follow the protocol and do it. And then it clicks in. And I feel like that's what this book is. And I like this because, and this is what you have so many testimonials from like high power people saying the same thing. You base this on so much. It's not just a feeling or a thought. This is like absolute wisdom and like ancient wisdom too. And you put it into a step type thing with all, and you gave, give us 451. Cause you're like in, in the beginning, you're like, I'm going to give you an overload. So you will find something that works, right? Like tell me uh, kind of if that made any sense, what I'm talking about. That's the hope. Yeah. And again, I, I've spent a long time um, studying this stuff. So I created something called Philosopher's Notes in which I distilled over 600 now of the best books, ancient have you, wisdom. Modern- have you been looking for happiness? Have you been on a, on a, you've been really looking for happiness, haven't you? Yeah. And flourishing. I mean, then, and, and you know, the younger, me, the younger me was greatness. So let's not pretend that I was in white. I mean, the younger me was like, look, I want to, I want to be that guy. I wanted everything, everything I just said. Yeah, society seduced us. I, I was fully seduced. Of, yeah, yeah. I called it greatness at the time. You know, I want to be the, that guy that's doing this and this and this. Some of which was virtuous and noble, much of which was, you know, just conforming to the normal societal standards. Um, but I have, for whatever reason, you know, just, and we're alike in this regard, unquestionably, just, just had a hunger, you know, just a fierce drive to understand how to optimize my life. But it's also always been to help others do the same. You know, I never was able to help my dad. He passed away 17 years ago. My brother had the same challenges. I wasn't able to help. Um, so I've just, again, Goosebumps been been really hungry to be able to, to figure it out, to model it, and to try to be a demonstration of these ideas in my own, you know, idiosyncratic ways, and then figure out how to systematically help people. So we have ancient wisdom, but we have modern science. And we've done a lot of research on our protocols. So we train coaches. We have 10,000 people that have gone through our coach program from 100 countries. You know, one of them's the New York Yankees hitting coach. Another one is the mental toughness coach for the Angels. Another there's just really cool people. And then there's just, you know, the person that's coaching at their, at their, at their company or life coaching, et cetera. Um, but we worked with Sonia Libomirsky, a leading researcher in the field. And she said in 35 years, she'd never seen results as powerful as what we created over a 300-day program. And it's because it's ancient wisdom, modern science, and common sense. Nothing we've talked about today is like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Wow. We all know it. But we got to move from common sense to common practice. So our whole thing is you got to go from theory to practice, and then you will achieve mastery. But it's your consistency. It's the showing up, making today the day to give your best. Um, And... uh, but yeah, that's the idea is I, I've been obsessed, you know, about what does everyone say? I've tried to do my best to to study it, to embody it and then to teach it. Um, and we've been blessed to um, be able to help, you know, people across the spectrum. Um, but there, I don't, that's it, you know, and then to try to make it easy and palatable um, and just uh, ultimately practical. Like people need to feel the power of this, you know, and that, that a simple idea can literally change your life. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, his mentor, he says, you know, sometimes in life, it's like you're approaching a combination lock and you think you don't have any of it figured out, but you might just need the last number. And if you yeah. just got the last number, click, everything would open. And goosebumps, again, that that's how I see the book is, can I give you a bunch of different angles? Maybe one of them or two of them or 10 of them or even a hundred of them could help you make a little distinction. But when you aggregate and then compound those over an extended period of time, you change your life. Um, and that, that's the ultimate intention of the book is to activate. The reason why it's 451 ideas is if you want to make a fire or you want to boil water, you have to hit an activation energy point. So if you want to boil water, nothing happens at 150 degrees or 200 degrees or even 210 degrees. You have to hit 212. Fahrenheit, and you boil water. One thing becomes another thing. In in making a fire, you're you know trying to create fire. You need to get to 451 degrees. But the moment you do that, you activate a different state of being. So that's why we have 451 ideas. Is look, can we, as we work together over these ideas, get you activated, where you know you now have what it takes to show up powerfully in life, never perfectly. I want to emphasize that again. 
no one will ever figure it all out, which was one of the other rules from Phil Stutz that I share. Rule number one is it's supposed to be hard. Rule number two, it's always going to be hard. We all want to get to a point where we're exonerated, is how Phil puts it, where we no longer need to experience pain, uncertainty, and hard work. And he says, and I say, that is one of the greatest threats to your well-being. The story you're telling yourself that you should have already figured it out. That you, if you were a good leader, Caroline, you wouldn't have these glitches. You wouldn't have the pain, the uncertainty, the hard work, the failures, et cetera. But again, you know that that's not true, but we tell ourselves the story that that something must be wrong with us. But when we realize it's hard and it's always going to be hard, yet we, like the individual trying to summit Mount Everest, don't need to complain about the weather anymore. You don't go try to summit Mount Everest and, and complain about the storm that rolls in. You kind of sort of know that when you signed up for that, there's going to be a few storms. You may not even make it to the summit, but you're going to do your best. Life is like that. And this is what you know we're trying to teach people. And again, this is why it's called heroic. It's supposed to be hard, but you have it within you to show up um, and give us all you got. And more importantly, we need you to um, so let's go. As we like to say, it's day one. What are you waiting for? So you are like a match for society. Like you're just like, you're just like the match and you just, you're sparking it off with everyone that you meet because you know, you have done enough work. You've lived through enough things. You've done enough studying. You've elevated enough. You've deep dived into the whole concept of what is life and why we're here. What's the game? You've studied it. Like you're a master at your studies of every, all of this. You have realized that the only way for people to have joy and to thrive is to get to this arate state of being where you are being your best and highest version all the time in any situation. And you are realizing that society has not been taught this, that this is not is what is programmed into us. People get stuck in these loops. You talk a lot about mind, the voice in our head, you call it part X and like closing the gap and all that with the arate. But it's like, we have not been taught this, that we are controlled in our mind by like, we have a programming that's happening to us and that we don't have to follow that programming. And so you are like one of those people who comes into a time and they are here to show you another way to show you the way. And yes, there isn't it's the way is love, the way is being your highest and best self. And so you are on a spiritual mission to raise the consciousness of the world. And that's a huge, huge calling. I mean, that's a very huge calling. And you have like put so many things in place to let this message be heard and seen. And I know this is so much bigger than you. Like you are called to share this on a large level. What, what is going to happen when people wake up and we get the 51% of the population understanding this new, this real way of thinking, how we really are supposed to live, how you really have control over your mind. And like you said, in the beginning of your book with your son, Emerson, uh, Emerson's the son, right? Yeah. Great. Yeah. He's playing chess and like, he doesn't want to play go. He like is obsessed with it. And then he doesn't want to go to his like competition that he's been so excited about and working so hard for Cause now all of a sudden he's scared he's going to lose. And he gets in this loop of, you know, performance and trying to be perfect and all that. And it's like, when, but then you have this conversation with him, teach him about the voice in his head, really the game of life we're trying to play, the arate, all this, the whole book, you have that in this conversation with your son. When the consciousness, the collective consciousness of 51%, which your, is your goal, reaches this understanding of arate and starts live, living by it, what is going to happen in yeah. our world? Well, here we go. So it's funny because as much as I'm committed to that big, big, you know, 25-year goal, there's only one person I care about, and that's right now you and whoever's listening to this. So I actually don't think in the abstract societal level much. I think of one person. Can I help one person? And the person I want to help right now is you and whoever's listening to this. And that's my obsession. And in the book, I talk about, hey, here are some of my favorite heroes. You know, I got them on my wall back here, this person, this person. But you know who my all-time favorite hero is? And then, you know, go look in the mirror. It's you. And so all, that's all I care about is can we, and I mean we, me and you and others who have been blessed to be in a role that, you know, a hero when they're on a quest, they get a guide. Harry Potter got Dumbledore, you know, and then he got buddies, Hermione and Ron. You can fill in the blank on any hero story. They get a guide, they get buddies. So I feel blessed and honored um, and humbled to be in that role for, for people in our community. And then I want to be worthy of that. 
But at the end of the day, I want to train heroes who become guides, who can then help people in their community. And that's mathematically how we will change the world. But my obsession is on the individual. And if we can take care of that and do it at scale, we'll change the world. But then um, the framework is, and I briefly shared the two objectives, but really quickly, objective one is you've got to, and this is how the book is architected. Objective one, you've got to know the ultimate game that we discussed. Objective two, forge anti-fragile confidence. Know it's supposed to be hard. Get stronger with every, every challenge you face. And then objective three is you got to simplify life. I used mm. to get overwhelmed, you know, by trying to do everything right. And we say, no, no, no. A good life comes down to three things. Energy, work, and love. Get your energy optimized, show up more productively, and be more connected. Boom. We help you do that. Objective three is, is optimize what we call your big three. Objective four is you got to make today a masterpiece. Don't wait until next year. Don't set New Year's resolutions and forget about it. We talk about New Day's resolutions, which is our entire heroic app, which we didn't talk about, but that's that's important. Make today the day, right? So that's objective four. Objective five is you got to master yourself. So we talk about the the you know art and science of behavioral change. In one of the early chapters, as you know, is I played laser tag with my kid. I missed the training for it. I didn't know how to shoot the laser tag gun, and I sucked, right? And BJ Fogg, the leading thinker on behavioral change, says, it's not a character flaw. Nothing's wrong with you. It's a design flaw. You don't know how to play the game well yet. And when you learn the art and science of behavioral change, these things become a lot easier. That's objective five, master yourself. Objective six is dominate the fundamentals. And this, by the way, is how I have scaffolding in my life that I know I will never fall into the depths of despair because oh, I figured out. okay. You built yourself eating, a ladder. It's the fundamentals. It's eating, moving, sleeping, breathing, and focusing my mind. And we don't have time to go into the depth of it, but I do a little bit in the book. Your physiology drives more of your psychology than you know. If you're sick, overweight, and you're dealing with chronic disease and other things that you know are related to, if not driven by your nutrition, your lack of movement, your lack of sleep, there's no, there's literally good luck getting your mind right. You got to start with your body. So I talk about that a lot, eating, moving, sleeping, breathing, focusing. Um, and then the final objective, when you do those things, you activate what I call your superpower. And so each of us has this latent potential within us. Um, and all of our heroes manifest it in their own idiosyncratic ways. You have it in your style. I have a bit of it in my style. Each of us has it. And the trick is, can we more consistently express the best version of ourselves by closing the gap? Um, and that's kind of how the book systematically um, builds up to it. And um, yeah, but again, back to your, your the frame of your question, it's the individual that will, that will um, change the world. And it's not abstract, it's you listening to this or watching this right now. You are the one we're waiting for. And that's my obsession in life is to figure out how I can help each individual show up not someday, but today. I love that. I love this so much. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. RTA, that's your book. It's coming out really soon. When's it coming out? When is it coming out? It's like coming out. November 14th. November, November 14th. 14. Yep. Okay. You also have all sorts of programs people can be involved, the heroic program. Just tell me about that a little bit and where people can find yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we've got, I don't know if I can share this, but we've got something called Heroic, um, which is kind of the, the primary business. Heroic Public Benefit Corporation. We have an app that we built with the same company that built Slack, Tinder, Uber Eats, and Elon Musk's Neuralink that helps you do all the things we just talked about. So we help you get clarity on your basic protocol. We help you set clear targets for who you're gonna be at your best. We call them identities and then virtues and then targets. Um, And research has shown that that app will help you be more energized and productive and connected. so yeah, kind of that's like your daily I'm... check-in, right? It's kind of like your daily like motivator, like having like a life coach right by your side all the time, just kind of giving that's... you some. I, I, you're like our chief marketing officer now. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's it. <laughs> it's it's you know, kind of that ready at hand, right there. You know, like when you hit your, your low, iPhone. pull up the hero app, and you're going to be like, okay, okay, here's my protocol. I'm going to get. I'm going to do this, and I can get out of it. It gets like your. It's like your best positive friend, right? Who's going to pull you out of the slump or keep you moving forward. Yeah, and then we've got a social platform with people who are interested interested in this dialogue connecting with one another. So it's our answer to the social dilemma, um, a virtues based. Hey, look, let's let's have this ch- conversation. Let's get real outside of the toxicity of all the other social platforms. Connecting with people whose values align with ours, helping them connect offline to meet people who share our values. So that's the social training platform. You combine the two things. Um, and then you can, we think, fundamentally and permanently change your life. Awesome. So great. I always other, other than that, I should get fired up. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is so great. It's so important. I'm so inspired by what you're trying to do. I'm so like impressed with your bandwidth and energy to do all this stuff. Like when I talk to people like you, I talk to a lot of amazing people. But like every now and then someone like you comes along with this just like huge bandwidth to like have all this energy to do things. And I'm so inspired by it because like you are truly maximizing every bit of your potential. And thank you for sharing that with us and channeling it into such a way that can help us as a collective. It's such a gift and a blessing. And thank you for doing the hard work and sharing it with us. I always Uh wrap up with leave your light. And it's basically, what do you want people to know? Thank you. First, before I answer that, I just appreciate you. Really, really enjoyed our conversation. And um, yeah, I mean, that was just a beautiful conversation. So thank you for giving me an opportunity to share so much and so broad. Yeah, it's what we've talked about a number of times. The number one thing I want people to know is you're the hero we've been waiting for. Quit looking outside yourself. You are the hero we've been waiting for. Um, And uh, yeah, we need you. Let's go. Okay, just my last little question, because I just want to know like your dream. When we just when we hit this spot, I keep coming back to 20, 2051 when people have elevated and woken up and like we are so many of us are living in Arte and it's a great experience. What is going to be the world? What's going to be different? Like what's the le- like what is it going to feel like that's different to now? Wow. Well, I look at the what I see as pandemic levels of, you know, we're not just recovering from COVID. We have pandemic levels of anxiety, depression, obesity, cancer diabetes, political polarization, environmental degradation, et cetera. So I I see a world in which each of us is stepping up, again, in our own idiosyncratic ways, because everybody's got a different calling. And my my challenge is to make help you step up. But when we each do that, and enough of us do it, then I believe we, we, we literally solve those in many cases, existential crises. So you have a world in which there isn't the, it's insane, the stats on anxiety and depression and cancer and diabetes, et cetera, all of which are lifestyle related, all of which can be solved with each of us doing the hard work and then leading others in our respective domains. 
Um, but we have partnerships with the special forces operators in the military. We have partnerships with people in the corporate world. We have partnerships with sports teams and, and organizations. We have partnerships with schools. So when each of us does this, then those chronic pandemic levels of um, of suffering will be mitigated. Now, that's not going to go away, obviously. Um, and again, even the 51%, that's crazy. I want to be eyes wide open I'm on that. I'm here for it. No, I'm here for it. Yeah, but, but that's what I see. I see a world in which we're able to meet, rise up together and meet each of those challenges. Um, and, and now's the time. I mean, again, I'm not a... Uh, uh, sky is falling kind of guy, but if, if if now isn't the time to wake up, then what is? Then what is? Right? Like, uh, and again, we're waiting for someone else to do the work. That that's the thing I keep on trying to come back to. Quit waiting for anyone but you You're to step hero. up and do your best. You're the hero of your own story, and and the one we've been waiting for. I mean, we really get that. And yeah. then we step. Look, my life, my life may suck. I may have made some poor choices. Perfect. Let's go. Let's work with that. And let's just do the hard work over an extended period of time. But I see a world in which we're flourishing, you know, and by definition, or the definition of that is we are more consistently experiencing that deep joy and meaning and engagement. Um, and as a byproduct, all, a lot of those um, current societal challenges are met head on and hopefully um, significantly reduced. Um, that's what I see. I love it. I love it so much. I think this is such a great interview. And I love that you are literally just, you want to change the normal baseline for a lifestyle. You want the lifestyle standard to change and you want it to become healthier and you want people to thrive and you want to showcase that like what the baseline was for a lifestyle and normal is really supposed to be here. And you want to implement the method and show people how to do it and get enough people living with the benefits of that. So then if we can take care of ourselves, all of everyone can take care of their own individual self in their own individual world that rises everyone as a whole. I love that. That is right. Did I say that correctly? Ish. Yeah. I, I'm going to like take these snippets. And be like what she said. Yeah. Let's go. That's perfect. I love it. It's so great. It's so important. And I'm so glad we have this conversation. And I also just want to say one more time, because this really hit me today for everyone listening. When you fail or you're in shame or you did something, it makes you feel yucky inside. That is a great opportunity to have Arate and realize, okay, what is the highest, best thing I can do in this situation? And instead of wallering, like you're saying, in that disgusting feeling, figure out the steps to get you to your highest and best. And this book shows you how to do that. But also it's just, you know it within yourself too. You're activating what we already know, the hero within ourselves, right? Beautiful. Yes. I love it. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Everyone grab this book, Arate. It's coming out. It's literally the guidebook you need for your life. And just follow it. And just follow the steps and we're all going to be fine. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian Johnson. Thank you, Caroline. I appreciate you. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.